Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, The Restart Cinema by J. Lynn Moore. The girl was scraggly, but she surprised the director by landing ever so catlike onto the stage after jumping down into the hidden chasm from the forest floor above. Young lady, the director said, his nose pointed upward. You must have arrived here quite by accident. He peered at her through his glasses. She stood and shook her head adamantly, her limp locks slipping across her forehead. Ah, well, my services are... He danced a finger in the air. Not cheap. The restart cinema isn't a charity service. The girl surveyed the honeycomb lights, the makeshift stage, a camera with an impressive squared lens resting on a massive tripod. She reached into her ratty, oversized jacket and pulled something out, covering it with the other hand. Okay, the director yawned and adjusted his waistcoat. Yes, yes, let's see what you've brought to barter. She revealed a gilded rabbit figurine. A lucky golden was a rare find indeed. Once activated, it guarantees the owner good fortune for the rest of his or her days. The director didn't want to show his cards, so he kept his face tight. But embers of memory lit within him. He hadn't seen a lucky golden since he was a child. Since before the war. He narrowed his gaze. You think I need luck? Look at you. You could stand a bit of luck. Why don't you use it? She stepped closer, holding the lucky golden out towards him. A mute, huh? She took another step. He put a hand out and she placed the figurine in his palm. The corner of the director's mouth gave an involuntary shudder. He cleared his throat. Perhaps it has brought you luck regardless. He tossed the tiny rabbit in his pocket. I accept your barter. Do you have the moment you want to change at the forefront of your mind? She nodded eagerly. Then head to stage left. There she entered a clear vestibule. The director shut the door and boomed instructions through a microphone. Close your eyes and consider what props you'll need during your quest. A tepid glow floated around her, but no items appeared. The director tilted his head. With his countless previous customers, there was always at least one item. A sword for engaging in battle, poison for revenge, axes, potions, antidotes. There was always something. The gleaming dust settled, the door opened, and the girl emerged with a crooked smile. Ah... Do you have what you need? The director asked, hating himself for sounding hesitant. She nodded. Across the room, he took his place behind the camera. Enter the set. Imagine the scene, and I'll start filming. Once the past is altered, you will dissolve from here and live out your days from that changed moment onward. You will not remember me, nor anything that happened here. Do you understand? She nodded once again. Action! The director turned the spinning wheel on the camera's base and watched through the eyepiece. Yet the scene did not change. Not really. The girl was gazing down from the forest floor above, watching a young boy curled in on himself, wailing. 
The girl jumped down onto the set, landing on all fours. The boy stirred, eyes bulging, and backed away. With a jolt, the director realized that the boy was him. It's okay, the girl said. I'm here to help. You are? Of course. I'm Celeste. What's your name? Aiden? He sniffed and wiped his nose on his sleeve. Upon hearing his long-forgotten name, the director did something he'd never done before. Cut, cut, cut! He slammed his fist on the spinning wheel, but it continued its path. You can't help me, Aiden whispered. No one can. On his feet now, the director ran toward the stage, a war cry erupting from his throat. His body thwacked loudly against an invisible wall, but the scene remained undisturbed. Defeated, he returned to his seat behind the camera. You've just lost your whole family in a war against the giants. It was so horrific that eventually you'll erase it from your memory. Aiden shot up and ran to the other side of the stage. What are you? Celeste laughed. A teep nymph. I read minds, although until recently I didn't have a voice to share my insights with others. Anyway, I perceived the whole awful story as soon as you entered my woods. The boy's frame relaxed a bit. How do I know you aren't like the ruthless giants, the bloodthirsty ogres? Because I'm going to help you save your family. Aiden flopped back down, his head bent forward. You said it yourself. They're gone, but not forgotten, and that makes all the difference. Aiden wiped at his eyes. The director did the same. You have an important decision on your hands. Will you gather your courage and attempt to save your family, or will you choose another path? That are gone. With some forethought and the right tools, perhaps they don't have to be. Aiden shook his head slowly. The director held in a breath. Celeste padded over to Aiden and knelt by his side. I've perceived the future. If you stay here, you'll grow into an evil, bitter man. For the right price, you'll assist in changing many outcomes. Guide those searching for selfish gains, and you'll be unconcerned with who's hurt in the process. You will destroy our world, Aiden. The director's slack jaw came together, determination settling the lines on his face. The boy's chest heaved. You'll help me get my family back? She stood, offered a hand, and pulled him up. Then she led him to the vestibule. You will need the breastbone of a chimera and the blood of an imp to defeat the giants. So... Imagine these items in your hands. They will appear within seconds. Aiden nodded and entered, closing the door behind him. The director reached into his pocket, thumbing the figurine as he felt the surrounding air change. Now armed, Aiden entered the movie set. Celeste took her spot behind the camera and started rolling the film. This has been The Restart Cinema, written by J. Lynn Moore.
Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Flash Fiction Podcast, back in the day, the long, long day, a brother was never in want of an overpass to hide his shame.